0: Many, many years ago, a tyrant, we should say, commander of chief in England, his name was uh, Oliver Cromwell, led the military, found one of his soldiers did something that was unspeakable, and he arranged for an execution of the soldier. So the next day, he said, when the curfew bell rings, that's when You'll be executed. So the time came and the curfew time came and the bell didn't ring. He sent his soldiers out. What in the world is going on? Here, Oliver Cromwell, the soldiers told him that this young soldier had a fiance. And she climbed up into the place where the bell was and strapped herself to that dinger, I guess you could call it. And she held on to it where it could not make a sound. And they found her bloodied and cut and unconscious. They rushed back and they told Oliver... Cromwell, what happened? He quick asked for the girl to come. He said to the soldier, I will pardon you today. He says, I have never in my life ever seen that kind of love for another person. So you're pardoned. You know, more has been spoken about love than any other word. Songs and and, and movies and books and sacrifices have been given because of love. We remember today, Good Friday, the ultimate sacrifice of love. This is really a love day. In John 19, 28, 30, Jesus has been hanging on the cross for some six hours No food, no water. He was spit upon, he was whipped. And I think for just about every one of us, we would be in some kind of delirium. And and how in the world we could have a hold of our faculties. But Jesus had a hold of all his faculties. If you remember, and we'll read this in in a minute here. He asked for a drink. And one of the soldiers took a sponge and put it into a vinegary wine and held it up to his lips. And right after that, he looked up to heaven. And he said, one of the final seven phrases or words that are on the cross. This was number six. And number six was, it is finished. Let's look at that together. John 19 28, 30. It says this, and is it up there now? Let me just move away here. It says, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things had already been accomplished, in order that the Scripture would be fulfilled, and said, and everyone with me, would you say these three words? I am thirsty. And a jar full of sour wine was standing there so that they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a branch of hyssop and brought it up to his mouth. Therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, say it with me, three words. It is finished. And he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. Let's pray. Father God. What a time that must have been. The darkness filled the earth. That curtain was ripped from top to bottom. When you said that word, it is finished, and you gave up your spirit, it changed the world. I pray, Father, that you would bless this time. And if we can get to know you a little better, be closer to you, whatever we could get out of this, Father, I would just thank you so much for your word. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. In the English language, we see three words. It is finished. But in the Greek text, which the New Testament was written, we see one word. Uh, So the English, we see three words. It is finished. But in common Greek of that time, we see one word, it's the word tetelestai. Tetelestai, and the word literally means a completion of a transaction. It meant that whatever the agreement was, that it was completely and finally filled. in, in the thing of a, of a transaction, it was what we would call paid in full. The word tetelestai actually was a happy word. It was a word of achievement. Whenever you heard someone say to tell us die, it was a good thing. It was happy. Uh, in fact, when it comes time to die as as we lay uh, on our deathbed, you know that heaven is around the corner. Paul said in 2 Timothy uh, four, seven that I have fought the good fight, I have finished the course to I've finished this course. It is a word of victory. An artist an artist no uh, nothing can be added to it. He would he would make a picture or a sculpture of something, and he'd step back and he'd say to I cannot add to it or I cannot take it away. A servant would be giving a task, given a task, and he would go and he would take that task and he'd come back to his master and he would say, Tetelestae. And his master would be so happy because it was complete and completed in the way that it should have been. A child given a, a, a project uh, and completes it well, and the parents would say, uh, We're proud of you. Well done, my faithful servant, to So we can see a few things that come out of these last powerful words of Jesus. The first question is this. What was finished? What was finished? Please note this, that Jesus did not say that he was finished, but it was finished. He was very, very busy between Friday and Sunday. I told Pastor Matt today, I said, I hope someday he would preach about Good Saturday because a lot of great things were happening on the Good Saturday. But as we think about Good Friday and our thoughts go to the cross, please understand that the cross is not just a symbol of sacrifice, though it is. It's not someone just making a statement, but this particular cross is about one thing, and that is that a debt had to be paid A debt we all owe, but we can never pay it. This debt was about one thing, and it's that thing that we call sin. My devotions this year, I'm doing a chronological reading of the Bible. We started at the Old Testament. Uh, It's it's kind of a a harmony of of what goes, what's next, and what's next, and what's next. And I'm struck by the, the, the length of what, the Lord God himself bringing all these sacrifices in, all these sacrifices, all the time, not just one, but through the weeks and through the months. And you know, you have to understand how he feels about sin. I have said this story before, about Jim Cimbala and, and I love the Brooklyn Tabernacle uh, to go up there and to listen to the choir sing. And Jim Cimbala was, after he was done preaching, the whole front of the room was filled with people coming down the aisle and there was a, a street person. He smelled terrible, he smelled of urine and he smelled of alcohol and he smelled of drugs and, and he came to the, one of the deacons and he said, I'd like to talk to Pastor Jim and Jim said, uh, Come on right in, I'll talk to you. And he said, and all of a sudden, the man walked down the aisle and he grabbed a hold of him and he hugged him. And Jim said to himself, I just bought a $500 suit. And this man has destroyed it now. And he said, the Lord said to him in his mind, Jim, that's your sin You smell. That's your sin. That's what sin smells like in the nostrils of our Father. It is a stench that God the Father cannot get rid of. Remember, I don't know if you guys ever did this, but you go back in school and uh, I did this a lot we would be taking a test, and the first thing I'd ask the teacher is, uh, is the test going to be graded on a curve? <laughs> How many of you know what I mean? You know, they, they, they take the top score, and then they take the bottom score, and they, they sort of made, a, made an average, because and, 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 I needed that, okay? And that means if I could just get it to a certain point, I, 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 would, I would do really well. But the problem with... Uh, with, with a curve is the, is the fact that um, there's always that kid. Usually his name is Billy. And, and Billy would always get 100. We hated that kid. In fact, we used to sit beside him all the time to try to get answers from the kid. In fact, one day, we arranged it. Billy sat up front. So we had Billy and that kid looked on Billy. He passed the answers down and he passed the answers down and boy we had it all made. Next day the the teacher called us all in. We were in trouble. You see, the teacher gave Billy a different test. (laughs) Yeah. Boy, we messed he we did bad on that curve. But you see, close just doesn't count. We're, thinking, we're looking at basketball right now, and if and, you and, and think about basketball, uh, just think about this, and, and, and the score is tied, and, and it's 100 to 100, and, and the star player comes down to, to the basketball hoop, and he takes the shot at the last second, and he shoots the ball, and it hits off the top of the rim, it goes up, it rolls around the rim, and the time runs out, and it comes off the rim and doesn't go through. And he runs up to the ref and he says, ref, you need to count that. That was close. (laughs) Ref says, no, I I can't count that. It has to go through that spear. It has to go through that net. Can't count that. It was close, but we just can't get there. Let's say all of us want to decide uh, we want to go to California and swim to Hawaii. So we all, we all get in that water. We all jump in the water at the same time and we're swimming and we're swimming and, and, and I look back and some people are behind me. They're, they're, we're swimming and they're fading and, and I look back and there's only a couple more left and, 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 and all of a sudden we all come to the same conclusion. We all drowned. Why? None of us reached the destination. All of us came short. I might have got a little closer, but close doesn't count when it comes to this debt. We cannot ever be good enough to pay the debt. You see, since God is a spirit, and a spirit cannot die then the only thing that could satisfy sin debt is a living sacrifice. And not just a living sacrifice, but since God is a righteous God, he demands a holy, righteous sacrifice to satisfy him. His only acceptable payment for this thing we call sin was that God in his miraculous way, planted a seed of 100% God in Mary, a 100% human, and Jesus became the God-man. We all know that verse in John three sixteen: for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You see, there will never be another one as long as as eternity is. There was never one before him. He is the only one. Now don't miss this. Many people today believe that that just isn't so anymore. They believe that the debt of sin, given enough time, given enough religion, enough going to church, enough being good, enough giving money, enough of this and, and enough of that, And if I could just do enough of, I can surely pay that sin debt I owe to a holy God. Did you ever have a debt that you've been paying on for a long time? I mean, you've been paying on that thing and paying on that thing and paying on that thing, and it just won't go away. Some of us have even refinanced it. We put it on layaway, and we just keep paying on it. But this has been the problem ever since uh, the Garden of Eden. It's been a layaway program, but never paid in full. Up until Jesus, they functioned on this layaway plan. May I say this again? Sin is not a debt that you and I can pay. God is a holy and righteous God. And the debt has to be paid with a holy and righteous currency that we do not have. And we do not have the power able to satisfy it. What was finished? A holy, righteous, perfect sacrifice was made. Teleistai. It is finished. What is the payment? It's the death of Christ. The Bible makes it clear in Ezekiel that the soul that sinneth shall die. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death. Physical death, separation from the body. Spiritual death, the separation from God. Even though we owe the debt, only God can pay it. Only God has enough to pick up the charge. You see, this is not God's bill, but it's our bill. And you and I just don't have enough to pick up the tab. Jesus Christ, the God-man, died on the cross, fully paid God for the sins of mankind that required death since the soul that sinneth shall surely die. And listen to this. On the cross, God took the penalty so he could love the sinner while paying for the sin, while satisfying his wrath, so he could express his love without compromising. His nature. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, I dropped off my brother to, um, to the hospital. He had to get some uh, tests done. I was so thirsty for coffee. Now, I'm a coffee man, okay? I mean, my son has a roasting business, and I like good coffee. So I thought, I only have a couple minutes, and you're going to laugh. I'll go to Wendy's. <laughs> Now Wendy's isn't known for coffee, okay? So I get in line, and, and all I wanted was a cup of coffee. So there's a, there's a fella right in front of me, and he's there forever. Chunky, rusty car. You know, one of those cars where when you pull up beside it and the guy has everything he owns in the car, you know what I mean? He's got it all filled to the back seat, the, driver, uh, the passenger seat. He's looking, looking at me from the, from the rear view mirror, and, and, from the, and he's talking, talking, talking. And I'm thinking, come on. The hair all messed up, he's in, and he's looking pretty rough shape. So finally, I get up to the intercom, and, and, and you hear that. And it's like, what did he say? I said, all I want is a cup of coffee with double cream, that's all I want. So I pull around and, and he's there and he's still talking to the lady. I'm thinking, oh, all I want is a cup of coffee. So he pulls ahead and, and, and I pull ahead and I, and I start to say that. She says, sir, you owe nothing, he paid for your coffee. You know what I thought? Why didn't I order a breakfast too? (laughs) She said he just wanted to do something nice for you. You see, I had a bill in there. He paid for it. I didn't ask him to do it. But he did it on his own. The largest bulldozer in the world is called a Komatsu. Now, is there a picture of it? Oh, there it is. Look at that. It's a Komatsu D57A. It's 16 feet tall, 22 feet wide, 42 feet long. It weighs uh, 291,000 pounds, and it holds 440 gallons of diesel. And then a 10-hour shift can pull 250,000 tons. It's a massive machine. In Collin County, Texas, they had a problem. All this garbage and trash was piled up. They couldn't get rid of it. They, couldn't know, they, they didn't know where to put it. The town was a mess. So they brought this Komatsu into the county and what this Komatsu did was it dug a hole like you wouldn't believe they put all the trash and all the garbage out near the hole the Komatsu took all the garbage and all the trash with its massive blade and its power and pushed all the garbage into the hole and then it took, and it covered all the dirt over the trash. You see, Jesus is God's Komatsu. Jesus took all of our garbage and he took all of our trash, and he put it in a hole, and he covered it up with his blood. I was drifting alone on life's pitiless sea, and the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. And there at my side, I saw a stately old vessel. And loudly I cried, Ship ahoy, ship ahoy. And loudly I cried, Ship ahoy. Twas the old ship of Zion, just sailing along. All aboard seemed joyous, I heard their sweet song. The captain's kind ear, ready to hear, heard the wail of distress as I cried out in fear. Ship ahoy, ship ahoy, as I cried out in fear. The dear captain commanded a boat to be lowered. And with tender compassion, he took me on board. Now I'm happy today, all my sins washed away. Oh, soul searching down beneath some merciless waves. The strong arm of our captain is mighty to save. Trust him today, no longer delay, for the old ship of Zion is sailing away. You see, Jesus took our debt. He took our debt. Some of our debt's like this. He took it. We go to our restaurant. We get two copies. One is for the owner. The other is the proof that the bill was paid. Jesus paid for that bill. My debt probably was something like that. Something like that. Jesus paid it all all to him. Oh, yeah. Market paid. Jesus paid for it. Let's pray. Father God, you are the ultimate kamatsu in our life. You have taken all our sin and put your blood over it. You have done all these things because of one word, and that word is love. No greater love hath a man than to give his life for another. In that while we were yet sinners, you died for us. We thank you for that love. We thank you that even while we were yet sinners, (laughs) you died for us. So we pray for the rest of this service tonight that you would bless Jesus name we pray amen thank you